0: Worldwide Youth Radio Hello and welcome to this episode of Youth Talk Brought to you by Kids Count UK and the Worldwide Youth Radio And presented by me Gabe Morris Youth Talk is the show where we discuss big issues facing the youth of today If you'd like to find out more about Youth Talk and Kids Count, Visit our website at www.worldwideyouthradio.com
1: worldwide
0: youth radio on
1: today's episode of youth
0: talk yeah on today's episode of youth talk it's
1: going to be a bit more
0: of a discussion based episode we're going to be talking about toxic relationships and how they link to domestic violence and as always we are joined by our youth panel we'll be asking them they experienced uh, a toxic relationship are they uh what do they think about it, how can people go about identifying one, and ways to prevent a toxic relationship, short of not being in one in the first place. But toxic relationships don't necessarily have to be a romantic relationship, there are other forms. So um, firstly, let's meet our youth panel for today. We are joined by Amelia and Zina. Good afternoon to you two. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. I mean, I say good afternoon. I say this every time. It's a podcast, it's on demand, so people could be listening whenever. So, first question for you guys is Do you think you've ever been part of a toxic relationship? No, no, name any names, but it could be in a relationship, a romantic relationship. It could have been something at university. Do you guys think you have been in a toxic relationship? I'd say um, I
2: would maybe didn't recognize it at the time mm. but I think I had a toxic friendship uh when okay. I was a little bit younger uh maybe in like early years of high school uh, and I think um it just made me feel very negative all the time and I kind of it, I knew it wasn't like my other friendships and things like that but I just didn't recognize at that time that maybe you know it's I should get out of it or there's ways out of it which sounds kind of silly because obviously there always is but at that point when you've been for friends for so long it kind, and it kind of gradually happened i didn't yeah. see another way
0: so you did have the inkling of that you were in a toxic relationship but you didn't quite under, like didn't quite yeah. pinpoint it yeah um i guess so would you say it's something that is easier to spot once outside of that relationship
2: definitely i feel like for me mm-hmm. personally because it was a friendship as well i knew it didn't feel right However, maybe I didn't know why and uh, looking back on it, hindsight is a wonderful thing because you notice all these things that, you know, like this wasn't right, I should have said this, should have said that. Plus, I feel like it's easier to look back on it when it's already happened.
0: I'm going to make a bit of an assumption here, so I do apologise about this, but I guess if you say it was your early years of high school, I guess <laughs> it would be safe to presume you were, um, weren't as educated as you were now. Definitely, um, definitely, yeah. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you. I mean... I'm sure you're a bright young student, but <laughs> would you say that you, maybe you believe that toxic relationships were limited to romantic relationships and weren't and and didn't necessarily happen between friends?
2: Uh, yes, definitely. I feel like uh, even what kind of the information I knew about toxic relationships, what they taught you about in school in like uh, lifestyle um, classes. Mm. Uh, things like that was definitely just focused more about relationship, and they never really talked about friends and things like that because I feel like that's I feel like in a relationship you tend to um, have that stage beforehand where you you know you decide if you want to be in a relationship etc etc. Whereas I feel like with friends it's like you get along and I feel like the boundaries are not as clear as in a relationship. So I feel like as a young person I was very confused about you know. Yeah. All the those kind of aspects.
0: And I'm sure you weren't alone. I I I probably can safely say I've been in toxic relationships throughout my whole throughout a whole life. And I don't I I do agree with you, you don't realise until you were uh, you're quite often out of them. Sometimes you get an inkling you're in one, sometimes you might maybe try and continue to see if it gets better. But we'll, we'll, we'll discuss more of those ideas later. Um, and you touched upon their education. And something I wasn't actually going to talk about, but I actually think it's something important that we should talk about a little bit later on in this uh, podcast. But before we go on to all of that, I want to go to Zina, see if she agrees with Amelia. Have you? Do you believe you've been in a toxic relationship at some point during your life? Yeah, no, I definitely
3: agree with both of you. Um, mm. I like that you spoke about friendships actually Amelia Mm. because I think a lot of people do conflate the term like toxic relationships Mm -hmm. with just romantic or sexual relationships so I think it is important to realize that like Amelia said like the boundaries within friendships are so blurred because you kind of like there are so many I think whenever you're in a relationship it's always like oh you put your friends first partner second that's what people like there are sayings like that and you know putting not putting friends in a pedestal but kind of the idea that um obviously friends they're meant to be there for you support you all the time but i think people maybe i think like um aforementioned i think we aren't really told like with friendships the signs to detect um, like even at uni I've been in like toxic friendships and everyone around me, I was naive I was like oh she's so toxic you need to cut her out but I, you know I like to give people benefit of a doubt but you know I think definitely once you're out, when you're removed from that situation um, you do realise with time and maturity
0: Do you think it's possible Zina to, if you're in a toxic relationship perhaps you have experience of this Um don't have to go into any examples of course but Do you think you can actually get through that toxic relationship and actually become really good friends out of it?
3: I think I feel like I meant to say yes, but I Mm. intend to say no, just because, well, not immediately after anyway, because I feel like if, um, it's just fresh, isn't it? Whether it's romantic or um, like a friendship, I think because it's a lot of the time it's emotional abuse and belittling and berating like I'm sure you'll you know discuss some signs later but things like yeah. that I think take time to heal and I think probably be a bit traumatic really to like um, have that person in your life still and so it's ideal really to remove yourself from the situation as much as possible in, for me anyway.
0: Amelia do you do you agree?
2: Uh, I definitely agree. However, like, from my experience, I feel like time can change a lot. Mm. Um, so I feel like usually from what I've found and what I've seen, the people that tend to be, you know, the toxic ones for you are the ones that are actually going through a lot of that time themselves and they just don't know how to deal with it. So they're, you know, putting it out on other people. And I don't even think maybe they know about it or sometimes um, maybe they don't even mean to. And I think there's definitely a way to come out on the other side as friends and just as better people but i think it takes time and acknowledgement honestly for both parties one to be like you know i shouldn't be doing this to you and and the other person to be like you know i i should say something if i don't feel comfortable but i do think it's possible i do think time is probably the best place in this
0: i mean i do say time heals everything but i'm sure i'm sure time doesn't heal everything for everyone perhaps uh, time might heal the relationship in a way that you just split ways and that is the way it's going to heal um, and I'm sure I'm sure there is examples if you're listening and in a toxic relationship I'm sure there is hope there that perhaps that perhaps that relationship might heal uh, and it is all case dependent um, so Zena, what do you think do you think that if you're in a toxic relationship should you try to heal that relationship or should you st- take a take a step back um. Yeah, it's
3: yeah. a good thing to ponder. Really, I'd say time definitely does help. Mm. Um, but I would say so if you're in a relationship, friendship, um, with a toxic person, I guess just evaluate how much significance and happiness they have brought to your life at one point in your t- at one point. Yeah. So like Amelia said, you know, you might be going through a lot. Um, might be you know dealing with X, Y, Z. Um, really like um difficult things and people can lash out and you know struggle people might have struggles that they're not opening up to people about so i think it's one of them where if someone was a really good friend at one point and then suddenly turned toxic i think in that situation it's definitely repairable just Uh, because you know what they can provide
0: yeah i don't want to go into too many what's ifs um i've got another what if um so you said there that people have a personal issue they're dealing with, and that could be why they're being toxic. Can you let someone off for, as you say, they're dealing with X, Y, Z? Can you let someone off for that for being like if if they're being toxic, is that okay um, in that situation?
3: Yeah, I think for me, I'd say I'm usually quite a tolerant person, so mm. I kind of, but I I would say like it. Sh- I think three strokes and they're out type thing (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I think you know um, people should be if I knew one of my someone important in my my life was struggling and their behaviours reflected that I would you know um, guide them to some support and to access some services and things like that and try to help them as much as I could but then if they weren't receptive to that after some time obviously you might have to let them go if they're that negative in your life but I think as a rule, it's always important to try with people, like, because you never know, it could be you, like, you never know what's going on. Um, and people are the way they are for a reason.
0: Um, and Amelia, do you think that, like, similarly, like I asked it then, can you let someone off if they are dealing with something? Let's say, for example, maybe they are struggling from bereavement, something huge that a lot of people are facing in the UK at the moment after the COVID-19 pandemic. And I'm sure... Most people will will have a negative outlook after that. Can can you let someone off for being in a bit of a, turning a little bit toxic or majorly toxic after that?
2: I think so. However, for me, a big thing is um, like self acknowledgement, and I feel like if you know you bring it up to them and they say you know they have a lot going on, I think uh, it is important to listen and understand. Mm-hmm. However, I also do think that if you know if they're not taking any steps towards changing that or you see no effort of them um be you know changing the way that the feeling and then if you already spoke about it and you know it's making me uncomfortable and it's toxic and if they are like no I'm not going to do anything about it I think that that is the time where you need to cut it off because I think at the end of the day it's you you need to look out for yourself most and I think if the person is uh I'm not saying change for everyone else. But yeah. However, I feel like if it's obvious that they are not even trying to make those steps, I think that is probably the time you should cut it off. And I don't know if it's repairable, maybe.
0: There are a lot of um, what ifs to this. I'm just curious to wonder what people listening to this podcast believe in this, because it's something I'm sure is unique to everyone.
1: So if you do have an opinion... We are always looking for new youth... Wrong jingle. If you would like to have your say on today's discussion, send us a message at www.worldwideyouthradio.com forward slash contact. Yeah, do get
0: in touch if you'd like to have your opinion on this. It would be something we'd be really interested to hear. And um, do include, if you'd be happy for this to be aired, And uh, we can, we, will be, we would probably do a follow-up podcast on this in the future. Uh, so continuing on with, with the discussion. Let's talk about identification of toxic relationships. Zena, what are the signs that a relationship is going toxic?
3: So I think there are some... I'd say there are some universal signs that yeah. apply to both, like all types of whether platonic or romantic relationships. I'd say just like gaslighting or... Can you, can you explain
0: what gaslighting is? Because it's yeah, quite a so, new term, I think. Which it I think is some quite people, a new yeah. term.
3: So, um, it's kind of like, hmm, me, I'm not really going to explain things, but I would say if I told someone um, this happened to me mm-hmm. and then they didn't quite, they kind of made me doubt myself, even okay. though I know for a fact something happened, it's kind of like, making you feel like you're... I don't know how to describe so it.
0: Like, very well. I'm not sure if I'm right on this, because uh, it's a term I'm, I've heard about, but I'm not completely familiar with. Is it mm-hmm. to say, for example, if I did something bad, So say if I um, robbed a bank, for example, this mm-hmm. is going to one end of it, but then I put the blame on my friend or partner, uh, girlfriend, whatever, uh, I said, well, the reason I robbed the bank is because you spent all our money. Would that be, is that what gaslighting is? Or am I going um, to...
3: I'd say it's more, that's interesting thinking, but I would say it's more... Um. So, I'm just thinking about the recent race report that came out. Okay. Or if you think about sexual harassment, if, I, if something like that happened, this is completely hypothetical and made up, but if something happened to me, like a racial slur, and I told mm. someone and they were like, no, that didn't happen and they kept on making me question myself question your sanity type thing yep it's more that really kind of dismissing from what i understand i might be wrong though so i do urge everyone to google this because i don't want to use the word well
0: there. i have just googled it um <laughs> i'm still pretty much in the dark according to wikipedia which is not necessarily the the best source of information <laughs> but i think it's all right for this case so gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation in which a person or group covertly sows seeds of doubt in a targeted individual or group. So a bit like coercive control, I guess, Uh, making them question their own memory, perception and judgment. It may may evoke changes in them, such as cognitive dissonance or lower self-esteem, rendering the victim additionally dependent on the gaslighter for emotional support and validation. Okay, I think that makes a lot more sense to me. Um, Pretty much what you said as well, Zina um so yeah. not as
3: concise but yeah
0: i am now way where we were on a signs of toxic relationships um so <laughs> what other signs are there
3: um you know just i think this is
0: mm.
3: i'm sure there are like multiple signs but the thing i would say obviously trust your gut but yeah. i think you know that it's toxic when after you spend time with them you just don't feel good about yourself and you feel you know, you just feel really bad about yourself, like Mm -hmm. low self-esteem, all of that. Mm -hmm. Like behaviours that would contribute to that. So after spending time with a good friend, you should feel happy, right? And you should feel like um, maybe for a few days you might be happy or in a relationship. But if you feel bad about yourself or a bit worthless even after spending time with someone, I think, or if you don't feel, like if you feel uneasy or I think that might be a sign that if you're not, Able to detect specific signs of manipulation or whatever. I think that's a good sign. Just to, you know, how do you feel? Do you feel good or bad when you're with them and after?
0: Um, and Amelia, do you have any other ideas on signs of of you being in a toxic relationship?
2: Um, I think like Zena covered them pretty well. I think another one big one for me is uh, something that can sometimes happen and you not even realize is you know like holding on to maybe how someone was at the beginning and like hoping for change and like kind of ha- never being fulfilled with them, um, you know, what well, they could potentially do this or they could potentially be like this where it's actually not, not like a real way of looking at it. It's just like questioning too much of, I hope this happened. I hope it, it, this will happen, etc. Uh,
0: do you think people should hold on to hope that things will change from the past?
2: I think holding on to hope. Yes. Yeah. However, I feel like, uh, I'm just thinking about relationships and things like that. I've seen it often where um, people get into a relationship and it's really, really good at the beginning. And then you see, like, complete lack of effort or disrespect and uh, people holding on to how that person used to be or how it used to be. And I think, although holding on to hope is a good thing in terms of maybe getting out of something like a physical, Mm -hmm. you know, abusive relationship into the physical things, I feel like it can be quite dangerous to be like, you know, things will change if I just stick around.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it might be a bit of a difficult question, this Amelia. But do you think toxic relationships are subjective? That they are own I mean, I guess in some cases everyone would find that relationship toxic. Or could it be that in some cases that actually it's down to the person who's feeling toxic that maybe their expectations are not correct well not in line with the other person in the relationship, do you think that can play a part?
2: I think so. I think toxic can mean a different Mm. thing for everyone because I feel like one example that kind of maybe comes to the top of my head is like um, there could be a thin line between, for example, someone being really honest with you Mm -hmm. and you taking it as they're being, you know, toxic about like, you know, maybe what you look like and things like that. And I feel like it could be subjective in terms of like, but I think communication, I guess, is where. This is like where the healthy part of it comes along. Because I feel like if someone keeps telling you, you know, you need to change this, you need to work on this. And if you're like, actually, this is making me, you're picking up my insecurities. I don't think that's the right way to do it. However, for another person, it can be like a motivating thing. You know, like, I don't know, like you should, I'm just thinking of like physical things. Like, you know, you should maybe change this about you, like weight or something.
0: Okay. Right. Yeah. But is that necessarily, is it bad to say someone should change something about it? If you're in a relationship, it's about um, finding a balance between two people. I'm talking maybe in a romantic relationship here more so than friends. Um, but it, surely there has to be a balance between someone saying, oh, you've got to change this. Okay, maybe with weight, that's a different matter. Um, I, I feel like that's something you can't ask someone to change. But there was some, I don't know, there must be certain things that you do want to ask them to change.
2: Yeah, I feel like that is um, communication and compromise, really. I feel like mm-hmm. if you're going to talk about it is... Because there's change for you and there's change for the other person. So I feel like if it's making you feel bad and I feel like you can have a conversation. However, if someone is saying you should change that because it's going to make me benefit yeah. or feel better and not us, I feel like in any relationship, you know, like family, uh, friends, and relationship, like romantic, I feel like that's really important to like acknowledge which kind of change it is. I think you made and a
0: yeah i think you really pinpointed it there with the word us rather than if it's making me feel better mm-hmm. i think that i think that's a really good um point you made there um and Zena, um i want to ask you this question we talked about i mean Amelia talked about there being a thin line now here's another line with toxic relationships abuse when is it abuse and when is it tox toxicity is there a difference between the two or do they just merge into each other
3: That's a good question. I think, I I do actually think that the word toxic gets thrown around a little bit, Mm -hmm. Um, especially on, you know, platforms like Twitter, like, Mm -hmm. you know, but so I think it does trivialize, you know, the importance of actual toxicity. I think when it's repeated, and like Melia said, like, if, well, you've got a compromise, and if you, if both parties involved, if one isn't happy with a isn't happy with B's actions, yeah. but B refuses to change after being told. I think then and it's constant berating and you feel horrible after like spending time with them, I think then it becomes abuse.
0: Um, yeah, I see what you're saying there. And interesting your point there, just I just thought about this when you were saying that. You said A and B. We've really only talked about toxic relationships being between two people. Can can it be in bigger groups of people? Can it be in a like in a whole friendship group, the whole group being toxic?
3: Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Because you often think of just two people. Mm. Yeah, I'd say so. Mm. Um, big groups often have a lot of personalities. You know, there might be if there's if you've got a really big friendship group, I reckon. Mm. Um, it might be quite hard to sustain healthy relationships due to, I guess, the number of people or just. I think often, like you said, there is a misconception that it's just between two people. So people feel like they can get away with it in a group situation, whereas you can feel you can be ganged upon and that is toxic.
0: Yeah, i was just actually having a look at some information on the Healthline website we used for the uh, research for this podcast. And I got a nice section on here about abuse versus toxicity. And they talk about diminished self-worth. Uh, Partner blaming you for everything that goes wrong and makes you feel as if you can't do anything right. I think that's similar to gaslighting, although they actually have put gaslighting in a a separate box. They talked about chronic stress and anxiety. Uh, That is normal. Normal to have periods of frustration with your partner or doubts. And I think that's really important to emphasize that it is normal to have disagreements. Like, I've been in relationships in the past and I feel like, I'm not sure if uh, you guys have a similar... um, experience it is but I think some people experience everything to be expect everything to be perfect is that something you've experienced in the past Uh, maybe I think yeah
2: for for sure I think it's easy when you're in any type of relationship to compare yourself to what you see and I feel like it's going back like going Mm. to something like social media if anyone posts a picture of their relationship that's only what we see so it's perfect so i feel like whenever you have a disagreement in a relationship it can feel like you know what's happening what am i doing wrong why are we arguing why are they not arguing whereas everyone argues no matter what relationship you're gonna have disagreements because you're two different people or like you know a bunch of different people
0: yeah no totally totally um Um, What other stuff have they got on here? Fear and intimidation, separation from friends and family. This is interesting. Sometimes dealing with a toxic relationship can cause you to withdraw from friends and family. But an abusive partner may forcibly distance you from your support network. Uh, For example, they might unplug the phone while you're talking or get in your face to distract you. Uh, They may also convince you that their loved ones don't want to hear from you. Anyway, interesting points there. And something I was thinking about earlier. I just trusted this down in my uh, booklet uh, that when you get into a relationship, a lot of people, there's a lot that a lot of people also always say that you disconnect from your friendship group because you're focusing on that person you're romantically interested in. Are you then becoming toxic with your original friendship group by disconnecting or or, or is that okay? What do you think about that, Zina?
3: Sorry, what was the last bit of that? So, um, do you think it's,
0: is it toxic when you disconnect from old friends? Because you just want to spend all your time with a certain person? Um, or is that, is that, is that healthy? Is that good? Or it's something, it's just something I was thinking about
3: Putting It's oh. kind of putting all your eggs in mm-hmm. one basket, really. Even though I know I'm not talking about relationships, but I think, you know, having, relying on one person... I think it's natural to gravitate towards one person. Like, I've got one, like, really, like, one best friend. Yeah. But I've got, um, but it's important to have to sustain healthy relationships with, I think, not multiple people, but maybe a couple people. Just so, you know, I might be cynical to say, but you can't trust anyone. Like, people might, your best friend might exhibit toxic behaviours. Yeah, and people drift apart like it's I never good to depend on one person I don't
0: think and I think it's important to stipulate that there is no right or wrong I mean with certain things if it's abusive and it's violence yeah that's totally wrong but with some stuff there isn't necessarily a right or wrong within toxic relationships and I think it really is down to the expectations That's in my opinion people might disagree but I feel like they, I, I feel like you know, only you can really tell and obviously speak to
1: your Uh, friends. So if you would like to have your say on today's discussion, send us a message at www.worldwideyouthradio.com forward slash contact. We are always looking for new youth board members. If you would like to join us, send us a message at www.worldwideyouthradio.com forward slash contact. So the final part of the podcast, I thought we should talk Briefly about
0: ways of support. So, Amelia, what do you think is the best way, in your opinion, to get support from a to- about a toxic relationship?
2: I think it's really important to talk to the people around you mm-hmm. and make them aware of it. And I think maybe get someone else's opinion. I feel like if it's if we're talking about toxic, maybe, um, just like you know, um, name like name calling and like what it's yeah. like, they're invading your privacy, things like that um because i feel like it's always good to have a someone that supports you knows about it and b so like you can kind of basically have someone else's opinion um however i do think i agree with you what you said about i think you only know how toxic it is to you and i feel like if it gets to the point where it's very toxic it's affecting you mentally it's physical i think um it's important to reach out i know you know contact the gp and i know there's um i'm sure there's loads of um Helplines services. There are
0: there are. And you're definitely not alone. I'm just looking at statistics. Um, one in four, one in four men have been victims, and one in three women. So you're not alone. And I actually think it's everyone to be honest. Um I I would say with that stuff, toxic I feel like everyone's been in a toxic relationship. So you're definitely not alone. There is a lot of helplines out there. And for you, Zena, how do you think someone can go and get help?
3: Yeah, I think I would echo all of um Amelia's sentiments. I'd say it's important to reach out to a I think an external or non-biased person. So say you're in a friendship group or and you want you feel like someone's being toxic, I think it obviously it's fine to get other friends' opinions, but I think it would be best to seek external opinions, whether it's like a therapist or you know, parent or someone that has, you know, unaware of the inner details, because I think sometimes your judgment gets clouded by biases. I think we're all guilty of that. So I think it's important to um, speak to people that are impartial Um, because sometimes it might be us, you know, we might be the toxic ones. You just want to go to people that are honest.
0: Exactly, yeah. And finally, Very briefly, this is probably a subject for a whole different podcast and I don't want to go into it too much but are schools A, doing enough about promoting um, healthy relationships and uh, and talking about toxic relationships um, and uh, B, should there be more done? Uh, Amelia, what do you think?
2: I think uh, the basis of uh, toxic relationships are covered from what I've seen personally, okay. uh, just, like, what to look out for and things like that. However, an interesting point that Xena actually brought up that I haven't even thought about was the fact that maybe there should be more about how we shouldn't be toxic or, like, how to actually take care of ourselves so we don't become that person for someone else.
0: 100%, yeah. And finally, zina any thoughts on that? Yeah,
2: I guess just... I think,
3: Amelia, you said in PSHE mm. they kind of just focused on... Um, romantic relationships and signs to look out for, which obviously is great and important, but I think more focus, you know, on platonic relationships and just relationships in general. It could be like boss-employee relationship, anything like that. I think um, from a young age, it would be important to get that message through to people.
0: Um, So you're not tolerating. Sorry, sorry.
3: Sorry, that was it really. Just so you know from a young age that you can't be treated
0: a certain way and finally before we finish up do you have any final points you would like to make amelia
2: i think if you feel unhappy and like you are in a toxic relationship i think communication is the key uh, whether it's with your friend partner or someone external i think just acknowledge it because at the end of the day you don't have to stay in that relationship and i think there's there is hope and there is a better way of life
0: And for you, Zina, any final points you would like to make today?
2: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Just
3: go with your gut, really. Um, Do you feel good or do you feel happy or sad by someone's presence in your life? Say that's like a general thing
1: to go by.
0: Well, thank you very much for both Amelia and Zina for taking part in today's discussion on toxic relationships.
1: All comments you have heard today are individual views and do not reflect the views of Worldwide Youth Radio in any way. On today's episode of Youth Talk. I'm playing the wrong jingles today. We are always (laughs) looking for new youth board members. If you would like to join us, send us a message at www.worldwideyouthradio.com forward slash contact.
0: Worldwide Youth Radio. Yeah, but I've moved all the jingle buttons around, so I've, I've, I've learnt the old places. Anyway, today's discussion has been on toxic relationships. Thank you again, Amelia and Zena, for joining us. This has been Youth Talk, brought to you by Kids Count UK and the Worldwide Youth Radio. If you would like to find out more about us, do visit our website worldwideyouthradio.com and of course we do have other podcasts available all, all in the Youth Talk series and also in our Lockdown uh, Lockdown uh, Podcast series Lockdown Podcast series is available at our website and the Youth Talk is available all those episodes are available where you are listening to this right now on your favourite podcast provider do tell all your friends about this as we would like to get new youth board members, panel members and listeners and fans all around. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, stay safe.
3: Worldwide
0: Youth Radio.